Welcome back. I would say the Daily Bailey, but I think I've come up with a better name that will be more fitting for my release schedule because it is sporadic and like, I don't even know what I'm going to post or record. Like today, I took a friend to the airport and I'm like, oh, none of my roommates are going to be home because I'm off. So I was like, why not? Let's sit down and record a podcast episode. So here I am. So the Daily Bailey is not really fitting for me anymore. Um, yeah, because I don't I don't post daily, but my name is Bailey, so one half of that is true. I am gonna miss that little tad bit of um like intro that I usually do. But what I'm thinking of is um Bailey and more. Because my name is Bailey, so that's true. And more can entail a bunch of different things. Like, um, obviously, I'm going to try to start taking this podcast in a direction that will glorify God above most. But also, I don't want to go from the fact that I still want to talk about sports and books I'm currently reading. And, of course, Taylor Swift. But we're going to dial back on her because she's cool. She makes great music, but I would rather my focus point of conversation be about the Lord. And I love sports, and I love talking about sports, and I think cool conversations can come from sports. So, Bailey and more is, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try it out and see how I like it. Because, ultimately, you know, we have creative creativity over whatever we do. So it's like, not the end of the world. Like, I'll just change it if I don't like it. And it's just like, right now in season of life, right now I'm just working at a coffee shop. And it's like, I can do whatever I want. But like, to some extent. Like, I can't do like anything I want. But like, if I wanted to change careers, I could. If I wanted to go back to school, I could. With exceptions of probably joining the military. But that's besides the point. Um, so, yeah, like, the world is just open. Um, but speaking of jobs, so I think, oh, my gosh, when did I start? I started late July, uh, mid to late July with this coffee shop called The Press Espresso. Really good. Love it. I love it. It's such a good coffee shop, and I'm so glad to work here. I think after a few months I don't know the exact timeline but I got promoted to shift lead Woo-hoo! yay that was really exciting um, it came with a small pay raise which was really exciting um, but then a week ago I got promoted to assistant manager which is really cool because I was like I don't know if I mentioned this in the last time I recorded, but I know I've talked to like some people like, oh, if I get offered it, I don't know if I'll take it. But when I was being talked to about it by the owners, um, I don't know. I just was like, this actually seems pretty fun. So I took it and here I am. And it came with another pay raise. So, yeah, I'm excited about it. And so far, it's been so good. Um, Yeah, I'm excited to see. Where else working at this coffee shop will lead me? Because I've met some really cool people. And yeah, I'm 
so excited. So, but yeah, this this podcast episode is going to be like half life update because I haven't posted in like a month and a half to like almost two months. So it's going to be like a little bit life update about me, which I just gave it to you. Yay. I got promoted. Woo. And then there's a few sports things I want to talk about. And then um, a little of my uh, directional change. I'll be talking about the Bible. Yay. Um, no, but like <coughs> I'm just going to be talking a little bit about um, like what currently I'm reading and like how cool it is um, along with like the Bible and a few Christian books I'm enjoying. So yeah, um, I'll first start with sports because I feel like, I don't know, I could go off on a rabbit trail on both and I want to like keep the sports with sports and then God with God. That sounded like kind of really bad. No, I want God to be in like everything, but like I don't want the sports to bleed into my conversations about the Lord, if that makes sense. Right now I'm just rambling because I haven't done this in a while, so... Here I am. I'm also, if you can't tell, um, I'm like, I feel fine, but it's my voice sounds like I'm sick and I am a little stopped up. So, yeah, I don't know what's going on. I think it's just the weather change because we went from freezing cold to like 70 degree weather and now we're back to like chilly, chilly weather. But it's been raining, which I really love because... It just reminds me a little bit of Tennessee when it rains. And I I love the rain. I love the rain and I s- love the snow. I love the fall. I love, like, gloomy weather. Even though it makes me low-key sad. But I just, I love it. Because it's nice to just curl up and read a nice little book with a candle burning. But don't burn Woodwick candles right under a fire alarm. Because it will go off. Fire alarm, smoke detector. So yeah, learning that the hard way. So, we are going to be jumping into sports. And, okay, if you've been with me for a while, there was an episode I did, um, gosh, probably like March, April-ish. I feel like, I feel like I was, I think I can remember where I was. I think I was in my car in a random Starbucks parking lot about to go to work at Aubrey's. Because everyone knows Mallory Swanson is my favorite soccer player. Love her. She's just so talented, so good. She loves the Lord. And she's just always positive when she plays. Um, You can tell she plays with joy. And so that's what I really love about her. And so a year ago, well, not even a year ago, but like almost a year ago, she tore her patella. And I was super bummed. I remember I was talking about it. I think I even talked about Julie Ertz a little bit. Because it happened in a national team. They were playing Ireland, I think. It was after the She Believes Cup. So it was after I got to see her play live, which was really cool. And score a goal. But she's a freaking beast. Um, Yeah, so she tore her patella. I watched an interview with her yesterday. She was talking about how she just kind of thought that her knee got dislocated. Um, so she's like, yeah, I'll just end up joining the team when they go to, like, St. Louis or something like that. And so it was, like, knowing what had happened, that, like, 
comment like is really sad because it's like in her mind she's like I'm gonna go I'm, I'll be back and then turns out her patella was torn um and so and then in the interview she mentioned that she that she got like like it got infected and so she had to go and get emergency surgery which I didn't know about that so I'm glad like she talked about it because that's crazy but she is officially back um she's been training with the red stars for the last month or so um so she's officially back nice uh, and healed it's really great like i'm so pumped i'm so excited for this new season of soccer because like i don't know the red stars are rebuilding they just got new ownership um gotham city just won the championship and like up until last season they were like more towards the bottom so it's really cool to see like an underdog team go and win also they signed oh my gosh they signed rose lavelle and not Lindsay haran oh my gosh i can i can picture her face but i can't emily sonnet oh they signed two big names which is like crazy because they already have like really good players and like the only person they like really lost was um crap what's her name she retired my name is her name is blinking anyways she retired last year um oh kelly ali kruger there it is <laughs> and so gotham city is gonna be stacked but i'm excited specifically for red stars because they were at the bottom last year but they're rebuilding mallory swanson just signed a five-year contract with them making it the longest and the most expensive contract that the NWSL has made, which is, like, exciting because women's sports are starting to grow. And if you're listening to this and you like sports and you can low-key care nothing more about women's sports, but it gets me excited because, like, I grew up being a woman in sports. And so having always, like, have to compete with the attention of people watching boys sports and girls sports like it's great to finally see that women's sports are finally being recognized and how they should and so i hope only more comes out of it so that's exciting um super bowl is in a week a week and a few days um the 49ers and the kansas city chiefs are in it 49ers, everyone in California is super excited because they're from San Francisco. The Chiefs, I'm excited because T-Swizzle is still dating Travis Kelsey. And I I want her team to win. Because it's no longer Patrick Mahomes' team or Travis Kelsey's team. It is Taylor Swift's team. So it's basically Taylor Swift versus the 49ers. Um, no, I'm just kidding. I just love making comments like that to like people who are like obsessed with football and specifically don't like Taylor Swift because they get so frustrated and it's just like the greatest thing ever but so it's gonna be interesting Super Bowl um I'm pretty sure the 49ers have won I don't know when the last time they won but the Chiefs have won the last two years in a row so I'm curious to see if the NFL has scripted the Chiefs to have a three-peat or if the 49ers are gonna win a part of me really wants the Chiefs to get a three-peat because it hasn't been done before. Like, there's been teams that have, like, won back-to-back, 
skipped a year and then won back to back again. But no one's won three consecutive years. Um, so that's interesting, and I'm excited to see. Um, I'm curious to see if Taylor's going to be there because she is going to be touring in Tokyo, Tokyo, Japan, um, the days before. And so it will be like, I don't know, I'm curious to see if she shows up. In my opinion, I don't think it would be smart for her to show up because, one, she just got done performing. Two, that will be a long freaking flight. Well, it's in Las Vegas, so if she flies from Japan to Vegas, I don't think it's that bad. I don't know, but it's like, bro, you need to chill. You need to rest up because you have shows the following next weekend in Australia. So... I don't know. I am curious to see if she's going to show up, you know? So, we'll see. We'll see. I I kind of want the Chiefs to win, though. Like, put Taylor aside. I low-key want the Chiefs to win. Because, mad respect for Patrick Mahomes. I don't know. He can be annoying sometimes. But, also, Brock Purdy coming in as third string and, like, just totally dominating. That's cool. Um, Wait. Yeah. And what I'm pretty sure he was like the last pick in the draft too, so that's cool. So I feel like no matter who wins, it's gonna be a win-win, kind of, sort of, not really, but <coughs> I'm kind of indifferent in a way. Um, women's basketball. Um, the Lady Vols have been playing mid. They haven't been doing great. Last season they had a really good season. Um, but this season. Not so much. Um, they have had some several games that like are they they're doing pretty good. <coughs> um they beat they've beaten a few SEC teams SEC teams um that are pretty good. Their next ones I th- have they I don't know if they played LSU yet. I th- no. No, they have not. No, I don't know. They play South Carolina soon. Um, they'll probably get destroyed. But a part of me is like, what if they come up with that like crazy upset against South Carolina? Because South Carolina hasn't lost in a while. I think they're like 30 games undefeated right now. 30, 40. And so that's... Like, yeah, a part of me is like, dude, what if Tennessee does, like, some crazy, like, upset? Will it happen? It's slim to none. But you never know. I've seen some crazy upset upsets this season with women's basketball. Um, LSU just lost to Mississippi State. Uh, they also lost to South Carolina. So they lost to South Carolina and then lost to Mississippi State. So that was, like, back-to-back losses, which is not cool for them. <laughs> Uh, also, they get on my... I don't like them. I don't like LSU. They just... No, they get on my nerves. Um, Mad respect, though, for the coach. She is... She seems like a really good coach. South Carolina's coach seems like a really good coach, too. Um, so, yeah. And then UConn, like, was supposed to be, like, top dog. Because Paige Buckets, Brookers... I don't know her last name. Is back from being injured. So, everyone's like, yeah, oops. UConn's going to be back on top, but they got, like, upset it a few times. Iowa lost against someone that was, like, not ranked. And then Caitlin, <laughs> Caitlin Clark got trucked by 
a fan, not on purpose, but like after the upset, the fans stormed the the um, floor and she ran into the person and like it looked bad, <laughs> but she just got the wind knocked over. She's doing good. She's like dropping buckets left and right, and so she's now second for the most points in a season, not in a season, overall points, and so yeah, that's that, um, I think that's all the sports right now, that's like, baseball's not in, soccer is about to start, um, just another month, another month for baseball too, probably, like, it's usually mid to late March, so that's exciting, um, I'm excited for the Braves. I hope the Braves do good because last season they did good and then they got to the playoffs and just like choked. So I need them to not do that. Um, And I need them to win the World Series again. I need the Chicago Red Stars to win this season. Last, oh, they did so bad. But in my opinion, I think when Emily Boyd was their goalkeeper. Um, Emily Boyd is another soccer player I really, really like because um, she loves the Lord. She is engaged to one of the Ravens players, number 65. Um, I forgot his name, but yeah. So, but when Alyssa Nair went and was playing with the U.S. team, Emily Boyd was just like dominating, and I'm pretty sure they didn't get scored on nearly as much when Alyssa Nair was goalkeeper. So things like change around like uh, don't get me wrong Alyssa Nair is like really good obviously because she's going to play with the USA women's team but like I don't know I don't I feel like when she plays in club versus the national team she just like it just seems like she doesn't care as much with the national team unless people in club soccer is just like really killing it and just being really good so I don't know that's that so I'm gonna hop over to books i'm reading for fun because i have well i am reading the christian books for fun too but also more to like learn books that i'm just like reading just to like read and like kind of like escape reality is i'm rereading throne of glass and if you remember i think like almost a year ago i sat down and talked about books that wasn't even like (laughs) i was not even (laughs) planning about that planning to talk about books I think I just like have mentioned reading books before bed is a lot better than re- like being on your phone just because like the lighting of the phone like you don't sleep as good and just having a book to read is like better for you and <laughs> I just went on a total like rabbit hole of just like books I think either I've read and I really liked and Throne of Glass. I think I ended up just summarizing the whole series of Throne of Glass. And like, so yeah, if you want to like, I do throw some spoilers out there. So like, if you haven't read it, don't go back and listen to it. But if you have read it or if you just don't care, go back and listen to it. Um, it's called um, This Is For You Bookworms or something like that. <laughs> um, but throne of glass i'm rereading it it's my favorite series this is the first time i'm rereading it so it's second overall time that i'm reading and it's like i didn't think i would enjoy it as much as i am specifically for the second book because in my i don't know if i ranked them in that last episode i talked about books but 
I know for a fact Crown of Midnight, I think, was last or second to last. Either Tower of Dawn is either last or second to last, too. So it was between those that were, like, at the bottom. But then I reread Crown of Midnight, and I was like, this book is solid. Like, I'm enjoying it. It's like, I think I enjoyed it more than the first one. It also could have been because that book involves a lot of new information and plot twists that happen that could low-key be confusing. And so now that I know, like, the overall bit of the series, I think I was able to enjoy it a little more, which is, like, I don't know. It's not weird. Like, it's understandable. Um, But, yeah, I think I definitely will, like, when I reread this, I will do another episode of me ranking the books again. And I feel like that one will definitely be higher this time around. I need to go back and listen to that episode and see if I ranked them. If not, I should have. So, anyways. Um, yeah, I'm currently on Assassin's Blade, which is a prequel to the first one. Um, I read it again in the wrong order, because, like, the first time I read it, I know I definitely mentioned this, because anytime I talk about Throne of Glass, I mention this because I was so, like, mad about it. So, I, um, there's eight books, okay. There's Throne of Glass, Crown of Midnight, um, and if, um, Air of Fire, Queen of Shadows, Empire of Storms, Tower of Dawn, Kingdom of Ash, and then the prequel book, Assassin's Blade. So, when I first read it, um, I didn't know, one, I got to, I think, the third book, Air of Fire, and that's when I found out there was a prequel book. Um, I didn't realize that there was one. And then my friend was like, yeah, yeah, you need, you need to read it before, um, I can't remember what book she said. And I was like, okay, I'll just read Queen of Shadows first, and then I'll read Assassin's Blade. Um, no, 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 that's not, that's not correct either. I said, I'll read, well, I think I was just, I was like, I'll wait to read it after the series. In my mind, I was like, I'll just wait till after the series. And then... I got to Empire of Storms, and people showed up that I'm like, um, who are you? And, like, they had already had, like, this, like, character development that I didn't know because I didn't read the prequel book. And so, I was like, dang it, I read the prequel book in the wrong time, timeline. And I finished Empire of Storms, and that book left on the, like, most heart-wrenching cliffhanger I think I've ever read out of any of the books I've read and so I not only had to (laughs) wait and read the prequel book before the last book but also the Tower of Dawn book which is a different POV of like the same time as what's happening in Empire of Storms so I had to read two books one's not bad one was like I think Assassin's Blade is, like, it's not 400 pages, but it's, like, I think in the late 300 pages. So, it's, like, not a super small book, but it's not her biggest book. But Tower of Dawn, I'm pretty sure that thing is, like, 700 plus pages. And I just was, like, I can't. I can't read this. I I want to skip it and get to the last book because 
you don't know what's going on. Like, so, like, a lot of people, when they do read Throne of Glass, will do a tandem read with Empire of Storms and Tower of Dawn, which cannot be me. Like, I can't. I have to focus on speci- one specific book at a time, even though, like, they are, like, going on at the same time. Um, and people have made outlines where um, you you don't have to worry about, like, oh, how many chapters should I read? Like, there's outlines that you can follow, but, like, I, my mind, I couldn't. I wouldn't be able to focus. And so, <laughs> I was like, no! So, I had to wait. And then I finally finished, and I read the Kingdom of Ash. And my heart, that was already broken from Empire Storms, got even more shattered. But by the end of it, it got put back together somewhat with, like, duct tape, you know? Like, there was big chunks that I'm like why would you do that (laughs) why would you kill this person or that person (sighs) so yeah that's I'm rereading Throne of Glass right now and I'm like excited so I'm reading Assassin's Blade which is like I'm kind of like slowing down like I need to slow down because I when I first started reading I was like eating it up like the first two books I read I think in a span of like one week and I'm a slow reader, so I was just spending hours and hours in reading, and I was like, Bailey, you need to calm down. Like, you need to calm down. These books are good, but, like, you need to savor them. And so I was like, okay, I need to savor them. And then, so, then I jumped, so the correct order to read the books, in my opinion, to get, like, the full effect of, like, appreciating character de- character development, but also along with um, appreciating the story and the plot, is you need to read Throne of Glass, Crown of Midnight, Assassin's Blade, and then, because, like, those three I would consider, like, like a trilogy almost, and then once you read Air of Fire and finish Air of Fire, it's, like, kind of like a completely different story. It's not, but it's, like, it, it starts taking a different direction in a good way. So, you need to read Assassin's Blade third. So, it's T.O.G., Crown of Midnight, Assassin's Blade, Air of Fire, Queen of Shadows. And then if you like the idea of reading two books at once, you can do a tandem read of Empire of Storms and Tower of Dawn. But if you're like me, you need to read Tower or Empire of Storms first. And then Tower of Dawn. Because I think... There's things that happen in Tower of Dawn that kind of, like, if you don't read Empire of Storms first, kind of will get spoiled. But so you need Empire of Storms, Tower of Dawn, and then lastly, Kingdom of Ash. Which is, like, one of the greatest books ever. Like, it's so good. Like, it has everything. It has happy moments. It has super sad moments. It has, like, questionable questionable moments. And the storyline of TOG. It's just like the character development is so good. The plot is really good. It's just like so well written that it just like kept me engaged the entire time. And yeah. So I highly recommend reading Throne of Glass. Um, So that's what I'm rereading. There's honestly there's not been that many books that like I'm excited to read. So like hence why I'm like rereading Throne of Glass. Because that's, like, my vibe. Like, that fantasy, epic fantasy is my vibe, a book. 
but there is one trilogy. Um, it's uh, called overall just like Realmbreaker. It's a trilogy, and the third book comes out this month. So I am excited about that one because it was pretty good. Um, the same author that wrote it wrote the Red Queen series, which was it was pretty good. It wasn't my favorite, but it's like good. Um, and then I low-key want to start writing, but because I want to make, like, I'm so um, picky about what I like in a book that I'm like, there's no books out here that, li- like, is what I want. So I'm like, just create your own. But then I'm like, I can't create, a, like, some of the things that authors come up with are, like, so whack. And I'm like, I can't come up with that. But it's just the thought of writing would be so cool. Um, I enjoy writing. Like, I really liked writing in high school and in college, the semester I did. Um, but, so, yeah. But I can't come up with some crazy whack stuff that some of these authors come up with. So, yeah. So, that's my, my book talk. Talk, not talk. Um, so, yeah. Alright, so now, we went from my book talk. So, we're going to go into our Bible talk. Um, so currently, I'm reading Genesis, and then adding along Hebrews with it, because anytime I read the Old Testament, or try to read through the Old Testament, I get to the points where I'm like, I don't understand. There's a lot of math, like, when it comes to, like, building the temple, and specific sacrifices i'm like i don't understand any of this um so i'm trying to add new testament books along with reading the old testament to like not keep relevancy because the old testament is just as relevant today as the new testament the the bible is god's word god breathed so it's living and active so like it is important if not just as important as the New Testament. Um, But I feel like the sacrifices and a lot of things that happen in the um, Old Testament, like, we don't sacrifice anymore. Like, there's some things, like, we just don't do. Um, So, but to, like, kind of keep my mind focused. And, like, because, like, my goal is to read the entire Old Testament, because I haven't read the whole entire Old Testament. My goal this year is to read the entirety of the Bible. I might not finish in one year, just because there's so much, and I'm, like, currently I'm just reading a chapter in the Old Testament and a chapter in the New Testament per day. Um, so we'll see, we'll see. We'll see. I'll, like, update you closer to the end of the year. Um, but yeah, it's really cool because I... Um, have been in, like, Genesis, uh, the last few days I've been in, like, Genesis 15 through 16, mm, 17, 18, and also Hebrews, like, 3 through 5-ish, 6-ish, and the amount of connections and how many times Hebrews references what I just read in the Old Testament is kind of so cool. Like, it kind of just shows that, like, the whole Bible is connected as one and that it just makes me like how could people try to discredit this when there are like 
40 plus authors with like 66 books but it all connects and points to christ so it's like how can you like and it's written over the span of like hundreds and thousands of years so it's like how do you how do you discredit this so it's just really cool um because i was reading i think it's either chapter 15 or 16 of genesis and it's where abraham um the it's a war of kings and abraham goes and like takes his people to rescue lot because he got like kidnapped and um abraham takes his people um and like wins and destroys who he fought against and melchizedek is a high priest king um his name means like king of righteousness or righteousness a righteous king and he came and like blessed abraham um but when i was reading in hebrews it's all about jesus being our high priest and it like reference reference melchizedek blessing abraham like i had just read that and like i was like this is so cool because like it's relevant the old testament is relevant in our time in the old testament time in the new testament time like it's all relevant and but it's like even though melchizedek was a great high priest um jesus is even greater because like he lived a perfect life and he doesn't have to offer sacrifices for himself and he was the sufficient sacrifice for our sins so like no more do we have to worry about offering up sacrifices other than our lives as like a living sacrifice to the lord and that's like the only thing we have to sacrifice like thank the lord because i don't want to go kill a cow every time i sinned because that like there wouldn't be enough cows to go around so yeah and that's just cool um that's like the area of what i'm reading in the bible right now um my christian reads that aren't the bible um i'm reading two different books i've kind of paused one of them to like try to finish the other so first one is trusting god by jerry bridges i'm like not halfway i'm like have like i'm like one fourth of the way maybe like one third of the way and it's really good um the overall of it is just the sovereignty of god and just trusting that god is good and he's righteous and he's perfect and that like no matter what happens in our life that it's a part of the lord's will no he doesn't want like disasters to happen um or like death to happen but like these these things happen because ultimately sin like death happens because sin um the natural disasters happen just because like the earth is not perfect it was cursed at the beginning um because of sin and he allows these things happen so that people can grow and then like his glory can come from it like in the midst of it of like disaster and loss and like heartbreak we can't see that like good things are happening um because like we're so like heartbroken and like focus on the negative but like once we get out of that season we can look back and be like oh this was to grow me closer to the lord and for god to get the glory like it's like it touches hard subjects of trusting god and it's been really good so far um the second one is mere christianity i actually started reading this book in october 
of 22. So it's been over a year since I've been reading this. <coughs> um, it's by C.S. Lewis. And it's good. It's good. It's just sometimes I have a hard time of like understanding his dialogue and how he writes because it is from like the 60s, 70s of like London. Like how, like just older writing styles. So I'm like, I can only take like two to three chapters per sitting and they're not like super long chapters. And so, but then there'll be times where I'll leave it in my backpack and I'll just kind of forget about it. Um, so yeah, but it's really good. Um, it's like kind of all over the place. I like talking. Um, it talks about God's sovereignty. It talks about salvation. It talks about other things too. Um, it's just basically overall about Christianity and what it is to be a Christian. Um, so yeah, I'm really enjoying it and I am, according to Goodreads, I'm like 86% done with it. So I have like a few more chapters, less than a hundred, maybe like 40, 40, 50 pages left. So that's good. Um, but yeah, so that's what I'm reading Bible wise and, um, yeah, I am enjoying it. I'm enjoying the season of life. Um, because it's like, there was a time like a few weeks ago, like a month ago where it was like Loki sad. And it also could have been because like the weather it was like low-key seasonal depression and I was just like sad and like missing home a little bit and so reading the bible and reading these books have kind of like definitely helped and just learning to place my trust in the lord and no matter what season and to use his joy um because just on my own I like we can't produce the joy that like christians need like we have to get it from god because he is joy or joy is god um and so like i think that um, hold on there was a s e c s lewis i always have a hard time of like saying his name mentioned um god is love but he like reversed it it was like love is god like that is him he cannot be not loving. Um, and so he is joy. Also, joy is God. And so, like, ultimately our peace and our joy will come from him. And so I've, like, learned to, like, not rely on other people to bring happiness, but to rely on the Lord. And that there are going to be days where it's just tiring, um, but the Lord is sufficient and he is good. And I'm excited to see where seasonal life takes me you know so but yeah that's like it for today um that's my little life update my little life dump i hope you enjoyed it um yes i'm gonna try to i keep saying this like every episode but i'm gonna try to be more consistent and just like coming up with topics to talk about um i have a few brewing in my noggin um i kind of want to talk about marriage for an episode which is like totally random because i'm not married but like i have a lot of friends getting married and so yeah about like being content in singleness and waiting on the lord and trusting in him um that he 
does grant us the desires of our heart as long as they like line up with his will and so it's like we'll see we'll see if i'll talk about marriage because that would be new like it took me a while to be okay with like the fact that if i don't get married it's okay because i want my life to ultimately bring glory to the lord and if that doesn't involve having a husband so be it um yeah so we'll see but thanks for listening um i hope y'all have a great day night morning whenever you're listening to this and i'll see you next week and next week i don't promise that i sorry that was where i like hit my mic on accident i don't promise to see you next week (laughs) but i might see you next week or i might see you next month i don't know i'll try to do something because my one year like i think late february is like the one year of my podcast so i'll probably try to do something for that who knows we'll see anyways all right um i'll see you later and always remember jesus loves you thanks for listening to bailey and more